welcome to the Science of Confidence podcast, a podcast dedicated to all things confidence to give you the edge. Hear the latest science on confidence and how you can apply it. Hear life insights from today's best minds on the subject and interviews with highly confident individuals to uncover secrets to exceptional confidence. In this episode, I explore the connections between actions, thoughts, conscious beliefs, and and subconscious beliefs, and how they influence and mould each other. You will learn how your confidence is influenced by your actions almost as much as it is by your thoughts. Let's dive in. To start off with, let's recap on the confidence definition and framework. Confidence is defined as the strength of our beliefs about the performance or behaviour of someone, something, or yourself. So to improve our confidence, we need to strengthen our beliefs. To strengthen our beliefs, we can use the confidence framework to help us. The confidence framework is made up of three elements, thoughts, actions, and feedback. Your thoughts and actions influence each other, while feedback you receive provides you with necessary data to continue to strengthen your confidence. Thoughts in relation to confidence are strengthened by your mental, emotional, and physical well-being, by your knowledge and ability, and by your values, and by your ability to frame scenarios beneficially. It comes down a lot to how you frame your life events. For example, seeing a mistake you make as a learning experience, rather than proof that you are hopeless at whatever it is you are doing, or worse, as confirmation or proof that you are hopeless at life, is very important. Framing matters a lot. The second element of the framework is your actions. These comprise of your experience, all the things that you have done or been involved in previously. Your current actions, what you are doing today or right now, and your planned actions or future actions, your goals. Feedback is the third element and comprises both internal feedback such as physiological or mental responses due to unconfident behavior, speech, or thoughts, and external feedback, such as that provided by friends or foes or your community, directly and indirectly. Understanding and applying the framework will help you strengthen your confidence. Today, we are going to build on the relationship between thoughts and actions, but also on the relationship between thoughts and how thoughts conscious or shallow beliefs, and unconscious or deeply held beliefs affect or influence your confidence. While our confidence is held within the mind, the creation of your confidence, of your strong belief in someone, something, or yourself, can be commenced or retained both through our thoughts and our actions. And there is science and expertise to back this. The Nike slogan, just do it, can often, but not always, lead to increasing confidence. Take, for example, a scenario where you see a five-metre diving board at a pool you're at. If you take action to jump off the diving board as soon as you have the opportunity and it is safe to do so, your confidence to jump off the, the high object is retained and may strengthen from the action in a way that no amount of thinking by itself about how confident you are in jumping off high objects alone will do. 
We know this. The confidence boost from accomplishing a task or overcoming a challenge is greater than the boost from your thoughts in isolation of doing any activity or accomplishment. And while some may say that the diving board example still carries a real risk of injury, that may reasonably deter you, particularly if you've been alive for a few years. Consider a less adventurous example, and the same outcome applies. Let's say you are employed. You may want to get a pay rise, or you may want to expand what projects you get to work on to those that are more complex or larger. As soon as you think of this with a serious desire, act on it. Talk to your manager about it generally, not specifically what you want to do or how much you want, unless asked or if it is appropriate to do so, just mention that you are wanting these things generally. And it will be unlikely for a manager to, to turn down a subsequent conversation on this. When you sit down to have your subsequent conversation on pay or projects, you will have set up the conversation to be one where you come prepared and as such are more confident. And this will favor you and your chance of success. In this example, there are two call outs in regards to confidence. Firstly, that you are more confident because you received a yes to a request that carried uncertainty in the outcome, albeit small. And this will make you more confident because of the initial win. This is evidenced by research and analysis by Daniel Chambliss, who defined these types of outcomes as small wins. Daniel researched the approaches used by swimming coaches for swimmers seeking to compete in the Olympic Games. One element of their training was to focus on small wins rather than on winning a medal. He states that the swimmers, and I quote, found their challenges in small things, working on a better start this week, polishing up their backstroke technique next week, planning how to pace their swim. As a result, they got the satisfaction of very definable minor achievements, which in turn gave them the confidence to attempt more small wins each and every day. Ian Robertson, an expert on confidence, explains in his book, How Confidence Works, that this is also what boxers may do in a larger but comparable manner. Boxers will often undertake a couple of fights that they are almost certain to win prior to a larger, more risky fight. This is because the first couple of fights, no matter how small, do give the boxer a confidence boost. And they are a lot more confident going into their big fight than if they did not undertake the first couple of comparably easy fights. The second call out is that taking action as soon as you can, after the thought, once you know it is something you want, strengthens your confidence. Your belief in yourself to seek what you want and to make pathways to achieve it will strengthen. This aspect of taking action to build your confidence as soon as the opportunity arises is well articulated and perhaps first brought to prominence by Mel Robbins through a book and concept, The Five Second Rule. Transform your life, work and confidence with everyday coverage. As Mel describes it, it is a simple rule. And you can change your life by making one five-second decision at a time. And she states, if you have an instinct to act on a goal, you must physically move within five seconds or your brain will kill it. Mel highlights this is backed by research, and you and I have probably experienced and certainly witnessed this. 
Let's go back to the two scenarios. In the first, this can play out in two occasions. One, in the decision to go jump off the dive board. And second, when you stand at the top of the dive board looking down. Take action to climb up onto the dive board and then don't overthink it when you're at the top. You may also recall watching others thinking about taking off a jump or jumping off a cliff into the ocean. And those that hesitate for too long can actually psych themselves out. They lose confidence by not acting as soon as possible. The same is true with a discussion with your manager. Applying the five second rule, call or book in a time with your manager as soon as you can. And when in the subsequent meeting or on the phone, raise the matter as soon as practical. Don't delay, take action. Your confidence will start to flow. Taking action also helps us retain our confidence. If you have researched confidence before or listened to some videos or presentations, you may have heard of the ability to improve your confidence just by changing your posture. And there is some science and research that supports this. Most notably, there was a study done on power posing or body posture, led by Amy Cuddy at Harvard University, who found that our body language affects our thoughts and feelings about ourselves. How we hold our bodies can have an impact on our minds, or the postures we maintain influence and change our physiology, which changes our thoughts. Tony Robbins, a global motivational speaker, also references this and commonly quotes on the importance of changing our physiology to change our mind state. Perhaps this extends to other activities. Body movement may also have an effect on our mind state. Think of dancing or yoga and how the movement may affect our mind state. And we will look into this in a later episode. The ability to have posture or our actions change our physiology and our thoughts or attitudes has been further evidenced in more recent research highlighted by Ian Robinson in his excellent book, How Confidence Works. Within it, he notes a 2020 review of a range of research on the subject led by Elk J. Mickelson that found that, and I quote, a power pose won't necessarily increase your confidence, but standing in a stressful situation and avoiding hunching and making yourself small will help keep you confident. That is, posture certainly helps us retain confidence. And for those who have listened to prior episodes, you know that this relates to the champion confidence type, where the notable difference between the confidence of a champion and perhaps an expert is the champion's ability to retain and maintain confidence in the face of increasingly complex and variable scenarios. Posture is important. Ian goes on to highlight additional research that confirms the importance of actions and their impact on your confidence. He references research by Slepian on the cognitive consequences of formal clothing and that the study found that simply wearing more formal clothing also makes you feel more powerful. Feeling more powerful has positive correlations with confidence. So the actions of both holding dominant postures and the action to wear formal clothing may have a positive impact on your confidence. So coming back to our confidence framework, we can see that both our thoughts influence our actions 
and our actions influence our thoughts. And this is backed by science. I encourage you to be aware of and more deliberate with the actions you take in your life to increase your confidence as you go through it. So now we know that our thoughts influence our actions, but also that our actions influence our thoughts. And there is science to prove it. So what about conscious or shallow and subconscious or deep beliefs? What role do these two belief levels have on our confidence? It is ultimately our conscious and subconscious beliefs that maximize our confidence in an ongoing manner. Your subconscious beliefs influence your conscious beliefs that influence your thoughts and in turn influence your actions. Similarly, but perhaps more surprisingly, your actions influence your thoughts, which influence your conscious beliefs, which, in specific circumstances, influence your subconscious beliefs. How so? Let's go deeper. Firstly, the conscious mind. Our conscious mind is used for mental activity. When we talk about willpower, critical thinking, logical thinking, plans and goals, short-term memory, this is all in reference to our conscious mind. Further, it is our conscious mind that is actively directing our thoughts and generating instructions for our bodies to act out when it is something new we are doing or planning to do. We learn with our conscious mind. Our conscious mind is also the programmer of our subconscious mind. It is our conscious mind that directs the subconscious in the direction of a goal. So it is important to train and strengthen the conscious mind on your journey to increase confidence. Let's go back to our actions and thought scenarios. So you hold good posture and you are wearing formal clothing. This triggers thoughts of being more powerful, as we have learned from scientific studies on this. And these thoughts could lead to greater activation of your willpower or critical thinking, which in turn helps you overcome a complex scenario that you are facing and leads to a higher confidence level in your life. Sigmund Freud, well known as the founder of psychoanalysis, defined the subconscious mind as the holder of information that shapes our overall behavior without us realizing it. It is the learned behavior and information, whether actively learned and instructed by our conscious mind to our subconscious mind, or passively without our direct instruction, that enables you to operate on autopilot for much of your waking hours, driving a car, getting dressed, typing on a keyboard, all use the subconscious mind once you've learned how to do these tasks. And this is a great thing. This is what helps us operate in increasingly complex scenarios and increasingly variable scenarios. Our subconscious mind is automatically handling the events in your scenario that it has come across before and has a program to address. It is only the new elements in your situation or the new variability in the elements in your situation that will require your conscious mind to act and instruct new actions or new thoughts to overcome them. Once your conscious mind has settled on a new conclusion about life or learnt a new skill to its satisfaction, or repeated an action or thought frequently in an ongoing manner, it will program your subconscious mind without assistance, and your subconscious mind will be able to handle 
increasingly uncertain scenarios, both in complexity and variability. Thus, a big part of your ability to handle increasingly uncertain life scenarios comes down to both the strength of your conscious mind to deal effectively with the new challenges and also to program the subconscious mind effectively so it can run programs. That is, to enable us to handle the situation uncertainty on autopilot and allow you to be more confident in more situations. Your subconscious mind, as far as we know, is not something to be strengthened, but we can increase access to it and be intentional in what we program it with. This is a fundamental aspect of being highly confident in increasingly complex and variable scenarios and for a greater number of events in your life. The quality and range of programs available to your subconscious mind will be what makes the difference in your confidence and especially your confidence resilience, acting as a champion. Mindset hypnotherapy highlight a couple of ways to intentionally and more effectively program or reprogram a sub subconscious mind in some of their YouTube videos. And I paraphrase, the subconscious mind is a series of programs that has been stored and remembered over time. We use our conscious mind to change our subconscious mind. It can rewrite your subconscious mind. They go on to say, one of the ways to change the subconscious mind is to immerse yourself in new and exciting experiences. This is because we generally have or experience more feelings when we do new and exciting activities. And the subconscious mind deals in feelings. It involves imagination, intuition, values, emotions, feelings, long-term memory, creativity, and it also deals with bodily functions. A good time to access your subconscious mind is when you're drifting off to sleep. So as you are in that sleepy state, feel the emotion you want to experience. Feel the confidence and the emotions associated with confidence that you want. Wire in a new thought or habit with repetition. And the more consistently you wire in a new thought, behavior or action, the more it becomes part of your autopilot. Direct your mind to change, to adapt to the new experience in unfamiliar territory. Once the subconscious mind accepts an idea, it begins to take steps towards delivering it. In summary, and putting it all together, our thoughts trigger actions. And our actions also trigger thoughts. And this is backed with science. Our conscious mind is the programmer. It is the one to undertake a lot of heavy lifting with willpower, logical and critical thinking, and it sets goals and provides instructions to your body to act them out as you are starting towards that new goal. Your subconscious mind is programmed by your conscious mind, both actively and passively, and it runs programs. It deals in emotions, and we can access and proactively program our subconscious mind to have higher quality programs and a wider range of programs to run to increase our confidence in a wider range of scenarios. When there is a new element or a new element variability that the subconscious does not have a program for, or at least not a very good one, your conscious mind has to step in to learn, to think, to act, 
to develop a new program to provide to your subconscious to handle the situation effectively next time and thus lift your confidence. Using a simple example, you may think or be asked to hold good posture and wear formal clothing for an occasion. This action may trigger thoughts of power and in turn activate or reactivate your conscious mind in the areas of willpower or critical thinking in such a way that your thoughts, actions and conscious mind develop a self-reinforcing loop of increased positive thoughts. Over time, your conscious mind will develop a new program with regards to your situation and this is then transferred to your subconscious. In this case, it may be a new belief or mantra held deep in your subconscious, such as, every day, in every way, I'm getting better and better. I find this to be a particularly beneficial one, although I cannot take credit for this mantra. So you can see from this example that your actions, thoughts, conscious mind and subconscious mind are linked and can work actively towards your increased and ongoing confidence. In the next episode, I will dive deeper into our confidence framework and explore the role of knowledge influencing your thoughts. And in reference to knowledge, this is your knowledge of your own ability, of your environment, of how to minimize your downside and maximize your upside risks. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. I really appreciate it. Do subscribe to my podcast channel if you haven't already, The Science of Confidence. And I look forward to sharing a whole heap more insights on confidence with you on the next episode to give you the edge.